This. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Plus This. I am Kathy Deach, and we are here with season four. Can you even stand it? I can't. It's unbelievable to me. We have over 50 episodes hanging out on YouTube and Facebook for you to check out. And um, we're in a new studio, which is enjoyable. UBN Go has been rebranded and moved to Burbank, which is really fun. And um, another thing that's really fun is that I have someone extraordinary sitting next to me. She is an actress. That's how I knew her first. Uh, She's a comedian, which that's how lots of people know her. And she is a fabulous fat activist and survived divinity school, which we will get into when we interview her in depth in just two seconds. Please welcome Nikki Bailey to the show. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, my first episode on Plus This. I am a fan of the show. And now I'm on the show. Yes, that's how it go, people. With like a sparkling eye that is wearing me out, frankly. Oh, you know I love my glitter. I know. To keep my glitter but it's on. like multicolored. It's like like a fade. I told you I just kept applying until it looked right. There was no plan. I just, let's try some of this now. I know, but I love that you also were like, am I going to do a bold lip? And I was like, are you not? Um, uh That's an option? Not? No, it looks, you look beautiful. I'm so glad you're here. It's really funny because you and I have been working together on um, a sketch comedy show for months. Like, really. As soon as we went off the air in November is when that kicked into high gear. Mm -hmm. So um, we are now partners with a whole group of fat women who are amazing uh, called Fatch Comedy. And um, yeah, so it's so nice to be on, like, it's like I was a part of Nikki's thing, guys, and now she's like part of my thing. Yeah. Excellent. So I I want our audience to get to know you. It's First of all, it's kind of crazy that you weren't a guest on the show earlier. Like, I don't know how that happened. It's okay. I was listening. I was watching. You were. Well, listening. I wasn't watching. But I was listening (laughs) faithfully, so. Yes, we spend a lot of time in our cars. Sometimes in Mm -hmm. L.A., that's easier. Um, But, uh. Often on the show, even I sort of set this precedence, uh, precedent, not precedence, <laughs> but sibilance, guys, sibilance. Um, <laughs> I, uh, we set a precedent to kind of ask people if they do identify as fat. Mm-hmm. And because I know you do already, I don't really have to ask you that. But I thought it might be interesting for people who are watching slash listening um, to know how that came about for you like was it like an actual change that happened dramatically or like was there like someone you heard speak or something you read that you were like yes or was it sort of like a gradual thing that happened to you it was gradual I uh, I think I started with um, just sort of realizing myself that what that my life wasn't working being obsessed with my weight and um, and constantly feeling like I wasn't good enough and then uh, Oprah said she was going to stop dieting. And I was like, well, shoot. If Oprah don't got to do it, I don't got to do it. Um, But what I discovered is that when I stopped dieting, um, I gained some weight. But also my obsession about, like, whether or not it was okay for me to not diet, like, that became the thing. Like, am I acceptable if I'm not dieting? Like, I'm not trying to fix this, so is that okay? And then I just stumbled upon books. Like, I remember finding Fat So. Yes. And um, 
uh, and just some articles and just being like, you know what? Why do I have to like apologize for this? And like, why have we decided that the word fat is a bad word? I, it's a descriptive. I was yeah. like, it just sort of like, it just occurred to me that I didn't have to be bound by society and the terms of society. And it was like, over time, I just got more and more bold with it. And and, and it was sort of part of the process of also recognizing my own uh, beauty, you know, like being able to look at myself and go, oh, I'm pretty. Not I'm pretty for a fat girl or not I have a pretty face. Period. But I am pretty period, period. yeah done. done and, and done. so it was like all that kind of happened at the same time and I was like I'm pretty and I'm fat and that's fine and that's amazing and I'm amazing that yeah. I mean all of the above is true yeah just so definitely. you know I think that thank you um also I'm wondering if you had any moments with your family or close friends that were like shocked when you like first called yourself fat in that positive way or like in that just descriptor way and um if you have any stories about that i mean that's oh, always i mean i definitely have had eyes like i mean i have a lot of stories about eyes bulging out oh yeah definitely there was a lot of oh but you're not fat you're pretty no 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 recognize <laughs> I am fat and pretty like it's not you're not insulting me anymore so there was a lot of that and at the time I I was probably in seminary I went to seminary um, you really did I went to seminary y'all she really went to seminary, I went to seminary. and she's with like th th I'm like a champion swearer like my friends too. my friends were like I can't believe we went to St. Patrick's Cathedral and you dropped an f-bomb yeah but like not even meaning like not even thinking about it <laughs> I have a theory, though, what? about cursing. I believe, do you know how Jesus went into temples and, like, we went yeah. into the temple and turned over the table? Yeah. You know he cussed when he did that. Of course. There, it's did. not in the Bible, but you can't actually flip no. a table over and without cussing. You cuss when you turn a table over. You what if he was literally like, myself? <laughs> <laughs> Darn myself! <laughs> myself, Christ! Myself, Christ! <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> Um, but while I was in seminary, I was living on campus in an apartment, and it was a really close-knit community, and I would have people come over to my apartment, and, you know, like, just in the course of casual conversation, people would be like, oh, I feel so fat today, or I don't like the way my thighs look in these shorts, mm. and so I got sick of that, so I posted outside of my door, on my door, um, a series of rules for coming into my space, and the rules were no fat shaming allowed. And there were, I think, 13, 11 or 13 rules. Like, if you feel fat, go home. I was like, fat, <laughs> and, and also, like, fat is not a feeling. Like, it does, it's not a feeling. There's no emotional component, you know, like, it's not yeah. a feeling. So um, if you, you know, want to compare your thighs to mine, go home. It was just a lot of, like, don't come in my space, talking a lot of body shame and crap, not the one. And it was great. I talked to you about that and about how, I find that to be amazing. How old were you when you did that? Oh, I was old. I was in my 30s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I wasn't. But I even wasn't in my else. 30s, like, yeah. I did not set boundaries like that with people at all. I didn't even, you know, I was in dressing rooms with people. I was definitely the fattest one in there. They were all dancers on Broadway. Yeah. And I was still hiding. So, like, the fact that you found a way to do that, even, I'm sure there were people that you cared about what they thought of you and you still did it. I just find that's amazing to me. And frankly, I think ahead of your time, maybe. And maybe it might have been. Yeah. And also, I, I also got to a place in my life where I didn't care too much about what other people thought of me. So 
I probably always had a little bit of that because <laughs> um, I'm a little extra. <laughs> we just meeting y'all plus this folks. We just we just meeting. I'm extra. So I don't really care that much what other people think of me. Right. Um, but that was a really wonderful moment of me standing in my truth and my power. And 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 I didn't have to like sort of, you know, I didn't have to cuss anybody out. It was just on my door. Agree to these terms and come in. You don't agree? Go ahead on. Did anyone ever give you fever over that? Did oh, you yeah. ever get into altercations about yeah, that? Yeah, I had, I had a couple of friends who were like, um, who were like, I feel called out and I feel like you're censoring me go somewhere else right there are other apartments you're in like, this building yes, you have an apartment I go actually somewhere else. am yes <laughs> you are right as I like to say I am a fascist on my Facebook wall word okay <laughs> it's my I house. kick people right out yeah yeah I'll be like yeah. my brother once um said sis don't be a fascist and I'm like oh no I am I uh, will be a fascist on my Facebook right wall this is one place where fascism <laughs> works so exactly. it's on my uh, in my house on my social media yes exactly so that um that kind of folds into the next uh place we're going to which is you know I feel like when I started Plus This, I did not consider myself a fat activist. I was a fat actress that just wanted to work, and I didn't understand why I wasn't getting opportunities. And when I was finding out all the things that were stacked against me in order to accomplish that, I got really pissed about it. And then it sort of rolled into, well, how do you have effective conversations with creative people, and how do you get people to be aware that things that they say actually are microaggressions, mm -hmm. like actually are not making s wor the world a safe place for right. fat people. So then I would say this show, you can literally clock me as I become a fat, a fat activist. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about how like my niece and nephew, when they're like in their 30s and I'm all like with my cane and stuff, like they're gonna be like, oh, we have all these videos of you available like mm -hmm. to see, and they actually get to see that journey, which is crazy to me. But uh, I, I thought you were a fat activist just when you were like, I want to start a fat sketch comedy group. I was like, that bitch is one. Like, I wasn't even like questioning it. But you and I have sort of talked since then. And you're like, yeah, I, I, it took a second to come around to that. So yeah. when did it become not just your personal journey, but like a journey that you wanted to bring out to the world? Like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legitimately, I, no, no, no. I legitimately wrote in my journal a few weeks ago, I don't want to be a fat activist. Mm. I just want to live my life. Mm. And the only way I can live my life, though, the only way I can get to just sort of be who I am without, without negative consequences, without people telling me who I have to be or how I should dress or whatever, the only way I can do that is if I'm a fat activist. Because... Because if I just go on about my own business, nothing's changing. And I've been, you know, I've been working on myself for a really long time. And um, and crazily enough, when you work on yourself, it doesn't mean the world changes. And so I got to L.A. and I was so sort of in my fat pride, you know, before I moved to Los Angeles. Oh. I was so grounded yes, in, my, in yes. my truth. <laughs> yes. And then I got to L.A. And like, can we cuss on this show? Yes, you can. And my shit got fucked up when I came to L.A. <laughs> Let me tell you, my shit got fucked up. Because I came here feeling like 
I am a confident, fat, black, queer woman. I don't care what anybody has to say. I don't have no hair. I do what I want. I goes where I want. And then I got here and I started looking at casting breakdowns and they were deeply offensive on so many levels, racially, you know, in terms of gender, in terms of, but definitely in terms of size. And I was like, this is, this is crazy. Why are all the casting breakdowns written for, for sloppy, ugly, they, say, they would say sloppy, ugly, fat, matronly, yeah. whatever. And I'm like, but I'm not those things. I'm not sloppy or ugly or matronly or, you know, like, like so why, why are those the roles that are available for me? So I was like, what do I do? How do I get to a place where I can be the performer that I want to be and also inhabit the body that I'm in and, and live peacefully. So I started doing stand-up comedy from that because I was like, great, I can control that. I get the microphone, I'm the only person on stage, nobody can tell me what I can or cannot say. And, and, and from the very beginning got negative backlash for telling jokes about being fat. You know, got a lot of, you can't say that word. Don't, don't say that word. That word alienates an audience. Don't say that word. Yeah. Um, Eight people. Yeah. So, so, and then just over time, sort of realizing that if I'm going to be an actor in L.A., um, I either have to find a way to, to do it as I am or I have to change. And so what happened is I leaned toward change. And I was like, well, I have to look different. Because LA really messed me up, like the psychological trauma of like moving all to the other side of the country and then discovering that everyone here, everyone here, if you've never been to LA, everyone here walks around in yoga gear. They're not going to yoga. Nope. They're not even coming from yoga. Nope. But they are wearing yoga gear. And, and you're walking around like, I don't look like that. Yeah, because they want to yeah. identify as that. Yeah. They want to identify as wellness. Yeah. I am wellness. So. And I was like, and I don't look like that. So yeah. I need to get to a place. So I ended up having weight loss surgery when I got here, uh, maybe two, three years ago. And it went horribly wrong. And oh, thank God you're here. Yeah, and I almost died. I mean, and it was a God whole thing. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Ugh. It was. It was a whole thing. And then after that happened, I realized that that wasn't the right answer for me. Mm. Like, it, it, first of all, it didn't work. Right. <laughs> I lost the weight and gained it back, just like I've always done. And um, and also, I was. It was like a a, a moment of like reckoning for me where I, I was like, you know what? This almost killed me. Look what happens when I'm not true to my authentic self. Mm. Now, I'm not saying if you have weight loss surgery, you're not being true to who you are, but it wasn't true, it wasn't true to who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so for me, uh, it just was like, okay, we're not doing that anymore. We're not gonna compromise who, who I am for anybody else ever yeah. again, so. I was yeah. just talking to someone about how, um, it was a student of mine actually, I teach voice lessons if you guys don't know, and I just had a sale, so I have a lot of new students. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, thanks for check. Um, <laughs> but uh, we, she was talking and she was really like trying to get out of the, her nine to five and trying to figure out a way to um, get more influence on TV and film and sort of meet the people who were making those things happen and who like, where can I be places where that's happening? And she's a woman of color and I said, listen, what's messed up about LA is that it is hella segregated, but it's within that segregation that you learn how to shine and then someone from the establishment will come and pluck you. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I was like, you should, you know, 
find your people like what theater companies are there that are specifically right, for who right. you are like stuff like that and I was like and so and I feel like in the fat community here it's so it is we're so marginalized like in a whole other way than even living in New York like in New York I never felt the way that I do here I truly felt invisible for like my first three or four yeah, years here yeah and like that invisibility then makes you even like crunch in harder with your people and then I think that causes its own drama which we're gonna get into because we're, we're definitely gonna like have a lot to talk about f- since we were on the air in November like so much has happened so much. yeah but there is sort of like this community thing where you know I want to shine within my community but like even so like you're not guaranteed for that establishment to pick up on you that's yeah. at least hard it's so hard and and even finding that community like finding your people is hard so then you know I actually I, I have found pockets of my people you know through sketch comedy in particular I found a group of women of color that I that, that I work with and that I really love and then I've I've um, you know just I've I found different communities of people the one community I hadn't found was the fat community and I knew it was here. I knew enough just from Instagram that there was a that there was a large population. There were hashtags. Of, yeah, there hashtag were hashtags. I knew. Fatspo, yeah, knew. like I knew. I knew. I knew everybody was here. I knew y'all was here. Okay. Um, but just in terms of performance, um, as a performer, there wasn't a resource for me. So I was like, I'm going to create one. Yeah. 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 It's um, it is. Uh, something that's needed and as somebody who also tried the comedy route because I was so frustrated I was like if I see one more stand up comic get a job over me 10 years of acting class and and just degrees and it doesn't matter like I I went the stand up route too and I couldn't take it like we're going to talk more about that but I don't know how you do it because I literally after one time was like this is not it (laughs) I mean sketch feels much better and um, we're actually gonna let you see some of Nikki's comedy now and we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come back with plus this it's Sunday did anybody go to church today good for you I didn't I have a master's of divinity degree which means I went to seminary I went to church every day for three years. I don't ever have to go again. It's fantabulous. I come from this really religious household. My dad was a pastor. We were church like every day of the week, all the time. We went to church on Sunday all day. I loved church. Church is like super formative for me. It's like, it's where I learned how to be confident speaking in front of people. It's where I learned how to memorize scriptures, which helped me learn in school. And it's where I learned to develop crushes on closeted gay men. It was really (laughs) very formative. Um, I love church, but it made me, it kind of messed me up a little bit. Like I'm deeply spiritual, but I'm kind of a hot mess because church was kind of messed up. At my church, we sang this song on the first Sunday of every month, which was Communion Sunday. And the song went like this. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. A fountain of blood. And I would be at church in my little choir robe, my white choir robe, and I would be singing my heart out, but imagining myself singing in a fountain of blood. When I got older and I saw the movie Carrie, I thought it was a Christian film. I didn't know. I was very surprised. 
We sang this other song that had hand <laughs> movements. I'm going to show you one like this, right? I love the Carrie joke because my kids where I teach at my college just say Carrie. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I have like a special place in my heart for Aww. Carrie. Yeah, for sure. So um, we decided, the two of us, that we were wanted to do like a fat State of the Union. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag FS. O-T-U, I guess. Nice. I put nice. that down. That's, I put that's that impressive. On, I think I did that on Twitter, guys. So at Plus the Show, you can tag us in your Fast Day of the Union. Fast <laughs> Things Day of the Union. That happened to, to you in 2019 or that you discovered that you loved. Um, one thing that ticked up was Plunkett Research came out with a new study. And now it's 68% of women are size 14 and above. 68% of women are size 14 and above. And the average is a size 16, 18. Mm-hmm. And by the way, she's also 5'3", so she's much closer to me than everyone. Every I'm Ella average <laughs> over here. She's real regular. Very regular. <laughs> by the way, oh my God, we haven't talked about this yet. We are both from Philly. Hey, So like, Philly. I actually don't know what could happen? Anything could happen here. Anything could we happen. We could talk for an entire hour with our Philadelphia, with Philadelphia accents. accents. Um, because, like, I need a glass of water. Were you from North Philly, though? Yeah, like, my family's from North Yeah, Philly. I'm from everybody airport, hon. I'm, yeah. like, I'm, like, full-on, like, <laughs> Southwest Philly all the way. I'm actually from South Jersey, but my church and my grandparents okay. are in Philly. And so I was I in, but I was, see how because I are. went to church you so Palmyra? Often. No, it was a pal- no Blackwood. Cherry Hill Blackwood. Oh, Blackwood! Like no, like no. I'm not, oh I'm my like, god, don't make me cry laughing. <laughs> oh my god! But Aunt- I spent my my summers in Philadelphia with my grandparents, and then we were there every weekend because that's where my church was. So I was really only in New Jersey five days a week. Okay, like four four and a half days a week. You're still a Jersey girl. I'm still. You still are. You know what? I don't claim Jersey. You don't. But here's you why don't I don't claim all. Jersey. Because when you claim Jersey, people think you mean North Jersey. They do. And that's a whole different and you, state. You're it's like, like almost, I mean, you are South Jersey. But what I love is that people completely ignore Central Jersey. Like that's right. not even a thing. Right. And it is deeply a thing. It's deeply a thing. Trenton is there, a thing. There are three distinct sections of For New sure. Jersey. And so when you, but when you say Jersey, because the Jersey that everybody knows is like the North Jersey, where they talk like they talk in New York. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like all those guys from like J- Jersey yeah. Shore and everything. Yeah, from Jersey. Yeah. Well, the, the Jersey Shore is tricky, though, because the Jersey Shore was actually Wildwood, New Jersey. It was Wildwood, New but Jersey, they but Staten they Island. were all from Staten Island. So, like, yes. nobody knows what New Jersey <laughs> sounds exactly. like. So, like, people are always like, oh, you're, f-, and they, they make me, they try to do that Tony Soprano thing. That's they not my do. Jersey. And in Philly movies, they always do that. And every time I cringe, I'm like, that's not a Philly accent. It's so true. Do you know who did a great J- James McAvoy? Did you see him do that Philadelphia accent on Saturday Night Live? No. I'm going to change your life. Go watch it. James McAvoy, SNL. It's amazing, guys. You have. To, I'm sure my family has already like all like reposted it 18 times. Can I tell you? Yeah. The sh- the movie where it pissed me off. What was the one with Bradley Cooper and Jennifer? Oh, Lawrence? the Silver Linings Playbook. The Silver Linings Playbook. Hun, that was totally shot all over Delaware County. All over. And they didn't even know how to do Philadelphia accent. And he's from there, so they he said, really should have done one. They said King of Prussia. <gasps> that is not how you say no. it. No. Yes, it is three distinct words: King of Prussia, but how we say it is King of Prussia. Yeah, King, King of Prussia. Prussia. It's uh, a yeah, King, of, King Prussia. of Prussia. No, yeah. busted. Anyway, yeah. we got on that tangent. Sorry. I'm sorry. Fat State <laughs> of the Union. Uh, I feel like we should. Uh, next we time we're gonna do a graphic. Yeah, graphic. Fat State of the, the Union. Union. Next time we come back from a break, season five. Yes. So, 
<laughs> the big thing that happened, I think I think the the crown jewel in the State of the Union is Shrill, which is on Hulu. Uh, Only six episodes, but it's coming back. It's coming back because those were a bomb ass six episodes. If you didn't get your Hulu subscription just for the month, you could probably get it for free even. They you could probably get it, a trial. They get a trial. Maybe just two week trial would do it. You, I watched it in one sitting, three hours, no biggie. And if you still can't find a way to see it, call me. I'll get you. I'll hook you up with a login. We'll get you watching. All right. Um, it was so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And someone wrote about it really eloquently and was like, "It's because we're actually seeing through things through a fat lens." And even Dietland, as great as it is, still had. You could tell it had a. A straight-sized showrunner yeah definitely. and that it really needed to split that time as much as I love Dietland and still wanted it to continue um, it felt like it needed to give as much time to feminism and thin people and I feel like I agree like they didn't make they needed to make a choice and uh, and so the story about Jennifer kind of overrid overrode overrode overridden overrided <laughs> over over something the <laughs> story about the main characters whose name I can't remember but plum, um, plum exactly yeah. yes um, but I, I I mean I enjoyed the the, the Jennifer storyline oh no I, I did too. I enjoyed both storylines I just felt like you're right it wasn't it, it didn't like it, it needed to decide which show it was gonna be yeah, I think. yeah. or like I mean or not I actually thought it deserved a, a season two but I digress let's talk about Shrill Shrill. It is so interesting how many people who are not fat mm. have talked to me about enjoying the show. But really, it's the things that people say to her randomly, like, are really a little, that's a little dramatic. And I'm like, <coughs> like, my right. face cracks. And right. I go, oh, you, you don't think that's happened to me? And they're like, what? I'm like, no, bitch, you think that at New York, at the gym, when I was on Broadway at the gym, you think people didn't feel like yeah. they need to take my eight shows a week dancing in a Broadway show's ass and tell me about how I can make myself better? Like I wasn't an athlete mm -hmm. already? Yeah. And had no problems. Like I think that's actually why I stopped going to gyms, because so many people approached me trying, trying to, to like, train, you. train me. Yeah, I have that. I've yeah. had that so many. That or the... Uh, someone walks by and gives you an encouraging thumbs up, like vomit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in in the, I don't think we're really giving anything away. It's literally in the promos. But a girl sees her sort of looking at a bulletin board. Uh, Ad Bryant, by the way, mm -hmm. so adorable. Sees the lead character like looking at a bulletin board in like a coffee place, and she says like, "I see the thin person inside you." And someone I know who I love, who's a writer, was like, "That's really that," and I was like. That that's really offensive. literally has been yeah. said to me like <laughs> that like people really don't understand how easily people feel like they can talk to fat people like they have so much right to you yeah yeah I I do a bit in my stand up about how I was um standing at Central Park West and seventy third and eating an ice cream cone and a man walked up to me and said you shouldn't be eating that. And he, he proceeded to tell me that I was the reason his taxes were so high because I was probably on welfare and diabetic. <laughs> and I was so stunned. 
that I really didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I was already eating ice cream, so it's not like I could go someplace else for comfort. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was already <laughs> in the ice cream. You were cream. working your serotonin levels out already. Already. <laughs> so, like, I didn't even know where to go from there. Oh, God. But it's true. Like, people feel so entitled yeah. to comment on your body, your appearance, your your food, you know, what you're buying in the grocery store. I've had people. And so that was really shocking to me as well, that, like, thin people are just like, that couldn't possibly be true, but it is. Yeah. It is so true. Absolutely. And you were on, you do a show called After Buzz. Right. I, I work for a network called After Buzz TV, and they uh, they do after show podcasts, right? So we did the first uh, podcast that they did about Shrill, the first episode, uh, they covered the first three episodes of Shrill, but it was three women who were not fat talking about it. And they did a, they did a fine job talking about, you know, the merits of the television show, but they missed entire layers of it because they didn't understand that this was the perspective of this of a fat person. So they missed layers of it. And there was a lot that they identified with just because women women put up with crappy men yeah, all the time. Yeah, we put up and, with, with fuckboys all the time. Yeah. You know, like we're all you know, like all that stuff. So so when I was there for the for the second episode recap, um, I was able to sort of say to them, "Let's put. It, let's be honest. You were straightening some people out. I did, but I didn't <laughs> read nobody. Y'all. You didn't, but <laughs> you definitely straightened some people out. I had on my respectable black woman panties that day, and I did not go for nobody's throat. <laughs> I did not code switch or anything. I just was straight to the you like. Really I did code switch. I just I can't help code switching. But anyway." But I think that I was able to explain for them in a way that made more sense that, you know, part of why uh, 80s, 80s, 80s character, part of why she felt so, it was so hard for her to give up that guy was that she felt like she wasn't going to get another guy because she was fat. Yeah. And that's that what was, society tells us. Yeah, yeah. Literally. So, you so, got one chance. Yeah. So I really, I'm really excited that that show's coming back because then I get to do the show, the after show for it, um, and school some people because I think, I think it was eye opening to a lot of folks for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and maybe yeah. have some more fat people talking about it instead of just you, yeah. like holding up all of us with your hands, even though you're strong enough. Um, I will say that the show. An interesting arc of the character is her sort of fighting for herself. Now, it's Lindy West who is the author of the book that it's based upon. Mm -hmm. And she is an executive producer on it. And she, in real life, has an edge. I mean, she takes on those gamers in Gamergate. Like, she was, like, full throttle. I was in it on Twitter with her. I was like, this bitch don't care. And um, so she sort of... um, has an edge that I don't necessarily think 80s character has as of yet. Mm -hmm. But it is interesting seeing her even fighting for a little bit of her own autonomy. Like, I don't have to hate myself and I don't have to be an incredible human to everyone and make everyone feel okay that I'm taking up space and here on the world. And, like, watching that subtle shift of, like, people being like, why aren't you doing what I want you to do? Like, why? And that really does come with, like, going, oh, I don't, I can just be myself and I'm fine. Yeah. Like I'm really I'm really okay. So I'm interested in that arc. I felt like they played it a little sharp, maybe thinking that they weren't gonna get another chance. But I'm very interested to see where that because that to me is probably the biggest journey that happened to me. Oh, absolutely. Too. Absolutely. And there's there's you know, and I agree that they did play it a little <clears throat> excuse me, a little sharp because they were trying to make sure they covered it in the yes. six episodes. But look, I mean, even, you know, I've had 
you know, decades of sort of making that transition from, you know, I'm not allowed to be here to I'm taking up all the space. But even, you know, like I have those, I I still struggle with it. So, you know, I think it's going to be really nice to see the character evolve. Um, I think A.D. Bryant is hilarious just in general. Um, And Lindy West is also. And there's so many amazing writers on that show. You've got Samantha Irby. You know, you've got these people who. So good are such incredible writers and and know the experience of being fat in the world. So I'm looking, I'm so looking forward to it. Speaking of writers, there was a bit of a kerfuffle in the plus size world. Um, A very prominent writer felt that her um, work writing about um, fat bathing suit parties uh, was plagiarized. And it was really like a, why can't we have nice things moment for me. I was like, why do we have to fight about this? Um, What's so interesting is that someone would feel so like that, that that experience at like a fat bathing beauty party where you look around and see everybody in bathing suits look just like you and like not care. Like that is such an empowering thing that someone would have such crazy ownership of it. Yeah. Right. Like it is so the layers taken off that like it really like she was like, no, 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 that's my experience. Like, but but I I felt bad because I was kind of like, I can see how that was really transformative for you. But also like. I could see that could be that way for a lot of different people. Yeah, and those pool parties have been around for decades, so it's not yeah. like uh, it's not like other people hadn't had that experience. Or I don't know if they've written about it, but I'm pretty sure they had. So either way, I get it as a writer myself. This idea that someone would try to take you know my story or retell my story, um, and I get that sense of like I don't, it's mine. Don't, don't. Um, but I, 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 for me, I did have a moment of y'all. Why are we arguing over these little crumbs? Like, oh, like we're girl. we're losing yes. our minds. Why because are we, we got, fighting for you know, crumbs? Fat, a, a fat show got six episodes on Hulu, and now we're gonna <laughs> fight over yeah. who 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 gets credit for this experience. Yeah. And the truth is, like, we wouldn't have to be so yes about it if there was just more opportunity yes. for all we of have us. been in such a world of lack for yeah, so long yeah. that it just like we are white knuckling things and like let this like be the bulldozer that like keeps making the way yeah, right yeah. let it make the way for the rest of us which is what we're doing i want to talk just about before you move on yes. i just want to say yeah tell me all of the writers who are involved in that controversy are excellent writers who who, who yes. are brilliant at what they do. And so no shade to anybody, but I just totally wanted to not. make sure that, because they're all so great and they all should be having the opportunity to write their experiences and share them and have those experiences represented. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm glad you did do that caveat yeah. because I I have read everything that, like not everything, but a ton of stuff that all of them have written. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm, I like, I'm a super fan of everybody. Absolutely. So. Me too. Holla, yes girl, same. This is what it's why it's good to have someone who went to divinity school with you because she will always stay on the side of right, even when you don't want to be. I can't wait till plus this bitches. She's going to like school my ass one of these days. We're not there yet though. We don't have a plus this bitches today. Don't get excited. So, <laughs> but one day we're going to have it. So, um, another person who just like, Really, uh, mm. am, am I gonna cry just thinking you about might. her? It's worth. She's worthy, guys. Mm. Lizzo, 
Lizzo, which we have talked about last season. We talked about her. Like we we went to her concert together. Eva and I. <sighs> we had a religious experience at it. Eva kept talking about the um her outfit that looked like an orgasm happening because it was like a pink bodysuit wow. with like all of these like sparkles that swirled around. She's like, that's what it looks like when, that's what having an orgasm looks like to me. Like I, oh, and I then that. we told that because Eva had her come by her, the photo studio she worked at. She called me and was like, you need to come here. Lizzo is here. So I went and met her. I was really shy. I did not ask for a photo because she was doing a very big cover shoot. I probably shouldn't mention Rolling Stone, but it, um, <laughs> but it was. She was so funny and down to earth and hilarious, and I just w- was in her presence and her glow. And then the fact that this album has just blown the fuck up. Is so my while thing. you were talking, in my mind, I was singing. It ain't my fault that I'm all about the. I, that yeah. I blame it on the juice. Yeah. Tempo. Yeah. Jerome. Lizzo. Yes. Call us, girl. We need I know, you here. We know that you have blown up. Yes. And that you are charting up there with Beyonce. Pink. Yes. All them folks. But you know what? We need to talk to you. Yeah. We got Lizzo. seats. We, we have seats. seats for you. And we know we would have a blast with you. Oh, my God. We would just spill the tea. We she would cut me, up she so bad. Me a story. What? I, I wonder if I could say it. Do you think I could tell you what she said? So Eva, I can't believe I'm doing this. Lizzo, you'll forgive me. I feel like you might have even said this on your Instagram. She had, she was talking about that orgasm outfit. Mm-hmm. Eva was telling Lizzo about it. And she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, my pussy got ate out real good in that bathroom before that show. <laughs> we screamed. Yes. Not safe for work. I'll have to put this in the, co- in the title now. Mm. But honestly, we were like, uh, okay, clearly that was what happened. No, like, because, like, for real, though, her music make you be feeling stuff. Honey. And you know she had Sometime. to be feeling. Okay. I love her. Because I love, love I mean, she's so full throat. Oh, just throat. God, I love and, her. And uh, she's coming here. She's In I'm, October. I'm probably going to. She came. She's doing, like, a repeat on the second leg of her tour. We might have to, like, shut. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll shove it out for We're her. going. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're Somehow, make it some, some way. Yes. Um, we want to give you a little taste of Fatch comedy, because that is actually the thing that happened to us this year, I feel. Absolutely. We had a crazy premiere at UCB. So good. Inner Sanctum. They hold, like, 200 people, and usually people are like, oh, but if you get 50, it feels full. Girl, we have more than 50. Okay. We had a lot of people. We packed that house. And it was so diverse, and it was so bodies diverse, colors diverse, gender, everything. It was so awesome. And now we just got to get everyone to come to Van Nuys to see us. So um, (laughs) we have an amazing video. Do you remember the name of the guy who did this? Delany Peace's friend. Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt. Matt, what's your, we don't know your last name, but we love you, Matt, Matt. Write to us. And (laughs) we're sorry. I'm trying to give you credit. I came and do it. That's not due diligence, bad Kathy. Season four is starting bad. Um, But we're going to show you a little clip of that fun night, and then we'll come back and talk about it. So what did you think about the show tonight? It was so funny. It was so much fun. I was like, wow, how am I going to get to do what I love? Like, where am I going to, how am I going to get the opportunity to do that? Oh. 
I will create the opportunity. Yeah. How dare you live through 12 weddings a of you so guys i wrote that sketch <laughs> victoria's secret so sketch, good and they were like well maybe we could just wear like bikinis thrown over our black i was like no girls we need those shirts yes it is literally the best thing <laughs> it's so funny and there's like an instant laugh like we walk on stage with them wearing those shirts and people just laugh immediately because they're like oh they're gonna play some thin bitches right now watch oh, it's yeah. so you guys were so Funny, I love that he's singing Seasons of Lunch along with us. With us. <laughs> I didn't catch that, I don't think, every time I watched it. I just heard it for the first I time in my it. ear. Uh, my family all wants us to know that they're logged on. Um, just <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Hey, Deech family. This is like a Deech Hassan like, extravaganza. Uh, and Donna Diggle. Hi, Donna. Um, and uh, my sister wants us to come to Minneapolis to see Lizzo. Um, we could see her many times. <laughs> I got a real good friend in Minneapolis. We could make it a party, girl. Yeah. We could both come. It'll be, come on, yeah, we work it out. <sighs> I know. I haven't been, she has two little ones. I haven't been to see them. So, um, Fatch, um, you Ooh. really go, yes. We have to tell you, Fatch stands for Fat Sketch. It's com the combination Combined. of those words. I wasn't sure we mentioned that. I almost put the animation as this, as our break. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, they'll come to the show and they'll see that. Yeah. Um, it's com should we say everybody's names who were in that video? Yes. Yes. Do I'm gonna be terrible. At this Hannah Hurd. Hannah Hurd, amazing comedian. Katie O'Hearn, an amazing character actress. Simone Mariposa, who is an incredible Instagram influencer. Oh my god. Uh, Delany Peace, who is an incredible dancer and actor and singer. She's just and the host of Fat TV. Yes, and also went to the Lizzo dance call yes. and like made it to the end and like Lizzo, Lizzo was like listen not Coachella but future yeah so like so, we're gonna get backstage because it's only obviously Lizzo we coming um, for you I don't care who you should gotta, be a little yeah. scared of us scared Lizzo. A little um, bit. and uh Gloria De Leon De Leon you like saying De Leon De Leon and um we have Amy Wittenberger who did the last who one who 
is so funny. And Shannon Quarter, who wrote uh, an amazing sketch with us as yeah. well. And hopefully we'll continue to. Are we missing anybody? No, I think we did I it. I think we did it. Oh, and our fat guy, fly guy dancers. Oh, so my God. Our fly we guy have dancers. the most amazing dancers who do the show with us. Um, Nathaniel Tavkar. Is that how you say his last name? I think. Nathaniel Tavkar, Jules uh, Sanchez, and Free Ramos. Amazing dancers. Yeah, we love them so really much. Really fun. And we're looking for more recruits. So just email us. Yeah, you if know you any big dudes who, who, who can move? Because, you know, those guys are busy. They're yeah, in demand. They are. They book shit. They do. Don't sleep on them. Okay. Okay. Talented motherfuckers. They, I know. They really make me happy. Um, our shows are fun. The next one is May 24th. We're going to. Uh, blow that up. I'm thinking a fat show here. <gasps> yes, and bring everybody in. Yeah, yeah, yes. I think so. I think so. Um, maybe like close to our next show. We, we're all fourth Friday of the month, guys. Yeah. So um, with our last five minutes, I wanted to talk about a couple of things, especially because you went and represented on Young Turks for us, um, the Gillette campaign that used glitter and lasers, uh, Instagram, amazing human uh who they just like they were like can we use this photo they didn't pay her anything they were like yeah and they reposted her and hopefully you if you're watching you can see it on the screen right now but if you can't then go to glitter and lasers i'm sure it's there or just google gillette Mm -hmm. and um there was a crazy backlash yeah and once again people are flabbergasted that fat people get flat like they're like why are people so mean i'm like when aren't they mean right yeah Yeah. so the 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 haters came out of the woodwork talking about how can you promote obesity by showing a fat woman in a bikini huge backlash lots of people had a lot to say because you know and the young turks invited me to come on the show they invited you but you weren't in town so i got to go (laughs) (laughs) We do it for each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to um, to go on the Young Turks and talk about, you know, fat activism and fat positivity and, and just sort of like making sure that people understood that the reason that Gillette did that is because what? Fat people have hair on their bodies and we shave. Some yes. of us. A lot of us probably. Sixty-eight percent of us probably. <laughs> so if you want fat people to buy your products, you put fat people in your ads and... I think that's a perfectly reasonable and acceptable thing. And so we just wanted to say, look, representation matters. If you want us to buy what you're selling, show us us. Yeah, that will always make me lean towards you. Or lean in as twer. Um, There's a bunch, we might just have to like save some of this, but like Victoria's Secret, shutting down stores, Uh. you're welcome. Mm. Um, uh, Isn't it romantic? Isn't it romantic? <laughs> which I'm not mad about because ew, that premise was gross. Um, I'm still mad about Longshot. I don't understand why he gets to have a Charlize Theron who's like running for president. Like literally, go fuck yourself, Seth Rogen. Like and like, why is there not the equivalent of Seth Rogen for a female? Like I don't understand any. Like I just hate it. I'm sorry, guys. I know it's not. It's, there are people who love him, and I don't. I I appreciate him comedically, but Seth Rogen is not pulling Charlize Theron. No, Charlize Theron not being the president and nobody's. And they'll throw millions and millions of dollars towards that movie. And, yeah, but you can't make a fat girl be the. But you can't. Lead of no. a movie. You only like, give us six without, episodes without her like yeah. hitting her head and going, "Oh, I'm pretty." Like right. it's really right. annoying. Um, 
And uh, we talked about Dietland, but also Dumplin on Netflix was really cute oh, and did really well. I didn't Thanks see it. The, I feel bad about for that. For the young chubs. The yeah. young chubs need some love, too. I'm going to watch it this for sure. weekend. Guys, we have been. Someone asked us if we're on YouTube. Yes, you can watch us on YouTube. You can watch us everywhere at Plus This Show. So any social media, even Snapchat, though we don't do it, it's at Plus This Show. That's Thank you, Eva Tingley, for making that be the first thing that we ever did. <laughs> She's like, it's the same thing everywhere. She's like, really smart. Nice. Um, also, you can find me at La Dice. It's La, L-A, D-E-I-T-C-H-E, uh, on Instagram if you want it. But it's in the bio of Plus This Show. You'll get it. And Nikki's is? At Nikki Bailey underscore on all the social medias. Yeah, because yes. you're smart, too. Um, you're a smart cookie, too. So next week's guest, we have... Catherine Ashley coming. <gasps> she started Philadelphia Curve Weekend, so maybe we'll have some soft pretzels and some woogies. Some hoogies. Some hoogies. Maybe we'll make it real up in here. Right? Some tasty cakes. <laughs> we totally need to get some tasty um. cakes. Um, but that's going to be really fun. She's just visiting, and like we had some Instagram love back and forth, and we just solidified it today. So yay, yay Catherine. I can't wait to have you here next week. Um, please like, subscribe, and share if you like what's happening here. We always want to know how you feel. We're, co- we're following you in the comments. We'll probably do a little after show video. Oh, this is the most exciting thing. I'm so sorry. I know I have to wrap up. Um, we started a Patreon. Is that how you say it? Patreon. 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 Um, I'll repost the link again. If you join um, at different levels, we offer you different things. And we're going to do a lot of like after the show videos that are just for you guys. Mm-hmm. And you know, right now, like maybe you're like, what else? Like, we don't really care. But like, when we have Lizzo here, bitch, you're going to care. Okay. You want to be, you want okay. to Patreon. You're going to want to be in that party. So, All right. Don't sleep. Don't sleep, okay. y'all. Okay. Um, so uh, thank you again. We'll see you same time, same place next week. A plus this. Plus this.